Joe Biden says something racist. Trump demands that churches reopen. And CNN says that hydroxychloroquine results in more deaths. We're going to get into all this and more. Welcome to the Raging Patriot Podcast. I'm your host, Joey Saladino, where we go through everything in the news together. Now let's get into this. Trump demands that churches reopen. Listen to this. The ministers, pastors, rabbis, imams, and other faith leaders will make sure that their congregations are safe as they gather and pray. I know them well. They love their congregations. They love their people. They don't want anything bad to happen to them or to anybody else. The governors need to do the right thing and allow these very important essential places of faith to open right now for this weekend. If they don't do it, I will override the governors. In America, we need more prayer, not less. Thank you very much. Thank you. Amen to Trump for this. I hope you guys all support this. This is a very smart move by Trump. Americans, they want to start Return of the Daily Life. One of the things Return of the Daily Life is prayer is church. The Democrats, we know this. They do not like religion. They do not like church. They do not like prayer. We know this. And the Democrats are just having a complete attack on religion. And now it's being amplified even more by their tyrannical lockdown control. I am so proud of Trump saying if they do not let the churches open, I will override that. Listen, if the Democrats want to play these tyrannical games, these big government games, Trump can hit you right back with some big government to get things right. And I hope he doesn't he he expands this and doesn't say let's not just stop at churches, let's get everything opened with an override by the president. Listen, I believe in states' rights. I am 100% in for states' rights. I would like to see, obviously, probably most people watching this show, I'm sure you're Republican conservative, we want to see the federal government and the state government's power limited. We want to see all of our governments limited in power. But at what point, what point is the Constitution even worth it if it cannot be enforced? And I do believe the states should be enforcing the Constitution, but obviously they're not, and we're seeing that. So what's the point of having a federal government? What's the point of having a Constitution if there's nobody there to enforce it and to keep them in check? My whole prerogative, my whole thing is, we have a federal government, we have state governments. Let the state governments run their state how they want. Yes, I agree. But when that state starts to violate, severely violate our Constitution, at that point, it should be up to the federal government to step in and fix it. Because these governors, these mayors, these health officials are not being held accountable because they're at the top of their food chain. Who is going to stop them and take it back. The only way you, we can take back our states to enforce the Constitution is for full-on revolution. And be honest with you, I don't think anybody wants that. That is not going to be good for anybody. It's not going to be good for the country. It's going to create massive unrest. It's going to start wars. People will die. It will become a mess. And you know what? It will force the socialists to go more tyrannical. Because you know how they act. You've seen it in Michigan. That governor, people start saying, hey, no, 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 no. You know, they protest, they protest, they protest. And to be spiteful, she extends the lockdowns. These Democrats, you can't win this power game with them because they are in this, they're at this Napoleon complex where they constantly feel like they need to prove themselves better and better and better. And they see us down here. They see themselves up here. But guess what? The federal government is above them. So that's why we kind of, we need 
Trump, we need the Department of Justice to step down on the states and tell them you're doing this wrong. What's the point of being the United States if we're not even united? What's the point of being the United States if the states are acting as their own independent, tyrannical countries similar to Venezuela or Germany back in the 40s? What is the point? What is stopping New York? What is stopping California? What is stopping Texas or Florida? What is stopping any of these states from saying, you know what, we're not going to pay federal taxes? Uh, What's stopping California from saying, you know what, we're going full on socialism, tax rate 90%, blah, 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 all this, we're not going to pay the federal government, blah, blah. What, What is stopping any of that from happening if there's no enforcement? That's why there needs to be some type of enforcement. You can't just... Treat the states as if they're individual people with free will. <laughs> you need to treat them as states that are ruling other people. What if a governor just says, you know what? <laughs> I can't even make up crazy scenarios because we're dealing with crazy scenarios. I was just about to say, what if the governor just said, oh, let's just lock everybody up and throw them in jail. I mean, they pretty much did that already with lockdowns. We're probably thrown in our own prison cell, which is our own house. They're doing it already. And who is there to enforce them? What happens when they start taking... The Democrats are already doing it in Democrat states and cities. Taking all the guns. Making it hard for you to get a gun. So what happens when they make it hard for you to get a gun? They take your guns away. Then they initiate lockdowns indefinitely. Then they increase taxes. What, what, do, you, what do we do? At that point, we can't even defend ourselves. We've got to get our pitchforks and storm the castle. We don't even have the guns. They took away all of our rights. At that point, we need the federal government to step in and put their foot down and say, hey, there's one thing we're going to hold you accountable to. Just one thing we're going to hold you accountable to. And that is the Constitution. And that's how it should be. Other than that, the federal government should not really hold the, uh, the states accountable for much, but the Constitution. That's where I draw the line. Because I know there's going to be a lot of people in the comments, oh, I believe in, you, believe, you don't believe in state rights. I do. But the only thing, the only exception, we've got to draw the line somewhere, is the Constitution. Somebody needs to enforce it. And if we're not having the federal government enforce it, and if we're not enforcing it on our own states, somebody needs to do something. So CNN reports seriously ill COVID-19 patients who were treated with hydroxychloroquine and chloroquine were more likely to die or develop dangerous heart uh, whatever, according to large observational study published Friday in the medical journal. So this is the left, this is the Democrats, this is the mainstream media trying to prance on the fact that hydroxychloroquine is an effective treatment. They don't want you to use it as treatment. They want to denounce it. This is like saying that more people will die when they get put on ventilators. Obviously, if you have a case so severe it requires this treatment, the death rate would be higher comparatively because you need treatment. That is one thing that people aren't realizing. That if your case is so severe that it requires experimental treatment, that's not, not you know 100% clinically effective. It's just what's happening with doctors here, doctors there using it. It's not a full-on thing yet. I do believe it does work. Obviously, your death rate is going to be a lot higher because you were already on your way out about to die. That's like saying that, obviously, that's like saying if you get put on a ventilator, you're more than likely to die, obviously, because you're in the late stages, borderline death phase of the virus compared to people who do not need the medicine, who do not need the ventilators. Obviously, if you don't need that stuff, you're going to live because you don't need that stuff. You didn't get to that step. You didn't get the stage four yet. Now, this is another 
push to push the vaccines. And this is the one thing that I am curious about. And I'm going to do some more research about this and I'll keep you guys posted. But what if vaccines actually trigger the coronavirus to mutate constantly like the flu? What if herd immunity, natural herd immunity, is the way to go? Because what happens if we start vaccinating everybody, and what if the virus starts reacting to that vaccination in such a way where it starts mutating? Because we know every season we deal with different strains of flu. That's why flu always comes around, and sometimes it's worse, sometimes it's not so bad. What if that starts happening with coronavirus? But what if it's triggered by vaccines? Now, here's another thing about the Democrats. The Democrats are too scared to go outside, but the Republicans aren't. But the Democrats do not want the Republicans to get ahead in society and have fun without them, so they want to force them to stay inside so they do not miss out. Now, I've noticed all over Facebook a lot of the dumb this is some of the dumbest people on Facebook. No offense if you're, <laughs> you're probably listening to this on Facebook, but there are a lot of dumb people on Facebook. I'm not calling you dumb. I'm just saying there are a lot of dumb people. And I'm mostly talking about the liberals and the leftists on Facebook. And I see them promoting it all the time, saying that Republicans are selfish, that we only care about profits, that we only want to go back to work to make money and be selfish, and we don't care about the rest of the world. Listen to this. The Democrats do not realize that there are tens of millions of Americans struggling to get by because of the lockdowns. And these people have close to a 0% chance of dying from COVID-19. They claim these people are selfish and only care about profits. But it is the Democrats who are the selfish ones for forcing the rest of the the country to bend to their will. People have the right of free will and to make their own choices. It is not about profits. It's about sustaining our great society and being able to provide food and shelter. Only the Democrats can be this shallow to not understand that. If your neighbor wants to go back to work, why the F is it any of your business what your neighbor does? This goes back to the point that I just previously made. This has everything to do with the Democrats not wanting to be left out in society. They don't want Republicans to get ahead because they know we're not buying into the, the BS narrative. So they want to force us to do what they want to do. It's like, have you ever been a kid? Obviously, we've all been a kid. And you're in a friend group. And everybody has, you know, let's go do this. We all want to go do this. And there's that one kid that's too scared to go do this. So he tries convincing the whole entire group not to do that and to do this instead. But nobody wants to do what he wants to do. It's like taking that, but instead of that one kid, that kid makes his mom come over and forces everybody to go to Chuck E. Cheese. Meanwhile, everybody wanted to go to Fun Zone. That's exactly what the Democrats are. The Democrats, they want a baby and they want to parent the entire country. And they don't realize, well, they, they have to realize that that's why they're trying to take our Second Amendment rights away, is that we will not comply with their tyranny. We do not want to be ruled. We want to live as free people. And the sooner the Democrat voters understand that, the sooner we can get past this socialism bullshit. Is Biden a racist? Listen to this. Well, you know, Thanks so them- much. That's really our time. I apologize. You can't do that to black media. You I can't do that to white media and black media because my wife yeah. has to go on at six o'clock. Okay. Oh, oh, I'm in trouble. 
Listen, you got to come see us when you come to New York, VP Biden. I a, will. It's a long way until November. We got more questions. You got more okay. questions. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. It don't have nothing to do with Trump. It has to do with the fact I want something for my community. So that was the big thing that Biden said. I'm going to play it one more time. And you ain't black. You got more okay. questions. But I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, and you ain't black. The the left, the Black Lives Matter community is eating Biden alive for saying that. So Biden literally just ruined all hopes of winning over the black vote. This is the problem with playing identity politics. When you pander too much, it becomes painfully obvious. And trending today is hashtag Joe Biden is a racist and hashtag uh, you ain't black. And this is just a few things of what they're saying. Um, this is uh, Biden now more than ever. We need a president who will choose to unite rather than divide black people. Great. Let's discuss policies at center and support black people. Biden, you're not black. And this was tweeted. This was tweeted by someone who's literally a bio. This is their bio. Anti-racist, progressive, Asian-American, father of two rescue cats, <laughs> fighting for someone I don't know. Hashtag black lives matter. Hashtag not me us. Oh my God! What a what a freaking loser! Who a father of two rescue cats? Fucking piss off! But the <laughs> and then it's a a, a Bernie Sanders uh, header. Oh my God! But <laughs> those are the people that are turning on Biden now. Uh, this person said, uh, "You've got got to love the cognitive dis dis dissidents behind saying hashtag Joe Biden is a racist while being a Trump supporter. Anyone with ever brain knows this is BS. Joe Biden isn't perfect, but will be damned to let you let someone spin this kind of narrative. I'm with Joe because he's a good man. So this guy is just making excuses. He's some. He looks like some Black Panther type." Uh, Black Lives Matter. Um, if Joe Biden is a racist, then the Republicans wouldn't be attacking him. They'll throw him a parade. Oh, get out of here with that. See, this is the thing. These, I am so glad I'm banned off of Twitter because it gives me it gives me aneurysms going through these tweets sometimes by these leftists. The, some, the dumbest things that they can possibly say. Um, what does this person say? Uh, today is an opportunity for a white guy like me to to scroll through the you ain't black hashtag, read what black people think about Biden's remarks, and learn. As for the hashtag Joe Biden is a racist hashtag, it's coming from white Trump fans. They're the last people who should weigh in. Listen, racism is racism. And if the people who you are saying are the racists are coming out and saying this is racist, perhaps, maybe, by your own standards, that these people have the credibility to decide what is racist and what is not. Since you think that this hat that I'm wearing makes me a racist, okay? You think that I would have some type of take. If I'm saying something is, a ra is racist then it must be really racist. I'm not sure if you guys remember, there is a, there was an episode, I, I never forgot this episode, of Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, where Will and Carlton, they get locked up, and there's a white guy in, in the cell. And, and Will looks at Carlton and goes, oh, if there's a white guy in here, you know he did something bad. <laughs> like, okay, that, that's a really funny race joke. But that's just like just like this. If... The person who you say is racist is calling something else out that is racist, then you know it must be racist. It must be really racist at that point.
Man, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just using this. This is what I do. This is what I do with the left all the time. Because uh, a lot of people they say, oh well, um, you know, when we do that, no, that's a little bit different. You say it differently when we do that. The difference is when I rip on the left, I'm holding, I'm holding them to the standards that they hold everything else to, to point out their hypocrisy. Obviously, we're not the racist, but they think we are. So when I discuss the left, when I break them down, I'm breaking them down based on their own worldview. Like yesterday, when, when Cuomo, when the Cuomos were making fun of COVID-19 and making jokes, that's okay. You can make jokes. That's funny. That's fun. Whatever you want. But the problem is, this is from the New York governor and a CNN anchor. And the problem is that they're the ones going out every day saying this is no laughing matter. This is a series. Hundreds of thousands of people are dying. Blah, blah, blah. This, that, 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 that. It is doomsday. So for them holding that narrative, holding that agenda to then come out and make jokes, I'm sorry, but I'm going to, I'm going to rip you apart based on your own hypocrisy, based on the own narrative that you are promoting. If a Republican that didn't think it was a big deal made the jokes, that's a whole nother story. That is a whole nother analysis. Just like this. You got to hold them to their own standards. And once you hold them to your own, their own standards, they are lost. They cannot figure it out. They, 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 they lack the ability to take a step back and look at things. So maybe eventually, I'm hoping, I am, I am hopeful that these, when I say leftists, I'm usually referring to the radical liberals. When I'm saying Democrats, I'm referring to more of the overall masses. But when I say this, I, I hope that these radical leftists, even the Democrats, start to wake up to their own bullshit coming out of the, their own party. Thank you so much for listening to The Raging Patriot. If you are listening to Apple, please give it five stars. Uh, the left is one star bombarding me. If you want to shoot me a text, send me some fan mail, 917-540-8768. You can shoot me a text. I'll keep you updated on things. You can send me questions. I might answer them on the show. I might answer them in the text with you. Uh, also, if you can, please share this episode to your friends. Send it to your friends. I, I love doing this daily show. Send it to your friends. Subscribe. Tell them to subscribe. Um, you know, I'll be here every single day. Uh, you'll, I'll never take a day off. I, I, I promise you. And if I do, then I, I, pro- I probably have COVID-19. And I'm probably sick and dying. So yeah, thank, thank you for tuning in. I appreciate you. Go listen to another episode. If you listen to this this far, then, then you need help. You need to go to my other episodes. Peace out.